And away we go. It's that time of the afternoon. Hard to believe it's still afternoon, but it's dark outside. It's, well, that's what happens in November. Topics worthy of discussion brought to you by Pizzaville. And here's our panel, Michael Giles. He's been in government 30 years at the federal, provincial, and municipal levels. And he's also on the Oakley Show Friday afternoons. How's Michael? I'm very good. Thank you, John. Good to have you on board. I see you're dressed in a park. At the, what's going on? <laughs> Look outside. Well, I you can't see outside. It's but pretty gloomy. It is it? very gloomy. All right. It's one of those days, as we say, uh, mid-November or close to mid-November. John Cabobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner, and National Practice Lead for Public Affairs in Fleischman Hill. Toronto office. He too has been involved at all levels of politics for the better part of 20 plus years. How's Johnny doing? I'm doing great, John. Thank you. And I've got this Toronto Maple Leaf mug, so I'm actually quite <laughs> quite pleased by that. Well, you should be. I mean, they're on a roll, sort of, kind of. Uh, we'll see what happens with Jersey tonight, but uh, let's leave it at that. Joining us as well, uh, the Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, Minister at Trinity St. Paul's Centre for Faith, Justice, and the Arts, the former NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park. How's Sherry doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. And it's always a pleasure. Well, thank you for coming in. A spot of brightness on a dark day. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You, me, everybody. All right. Let's just end there. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're having labored in the trenches of uh, the political life and, you know, I mean, some of the demands. I wanted to ask you specifically about this Tony Clement case we're all familiar with because... You know, it's interesting. I've I've canvassed women, and a lot of women, you know, when we talk about, well, how stupid could he be to leave himself open for compromise and that kind of thing, to be exploited, but for them, it was the infidelity. You know, the infidelity and breaking faith with his bride, with whom, obviously, in his letter yesterday, he suggested, you know, that's something he's going to have to work on and so on and so forth. Which, Which is the most egregious in your mind, the infidelity or leaving himself open to exploitation? Well, I think both. Um, I think it speaks to, and we were speaking about this before we got on air, uh, the the absolute isolation of a number of these folk in political life and their inability to seek help. Uh, Clearly, this man needed help. This was not the first instance. This is somebody who sat on the Security and Intelligence Committee. I mean, he should know better. I, I know Ed Keenan wrote a column. Well, he had column. Uh, Keenan wrote a column in the in the Star that the you know conservatives need sex ed, um, and he certainly did. Yeah, but, but hang I think on, hang help, on. Psychological no, help. Well, okay, I was going to ask you because psychological help. But this is a right, kind no, of addictive behavior. Where you're yeah. citing Keenan, so he's politicized this to some extent by suggesting, well, the conservatives, you know, uh, they're talking about sex ed. Here's one of their members, and. Uh, He's, you know, sexting. Sex. Okay. Well, you know, I think maybe that's a tenuous link or a little tawdry because you also said these people are isolated and lonely. So that can happen to anybody of any political stripe. Well, it can, but this is also has elements of addiction, addictive behavior in it because it's not the first time. And, and again, you know, some, anybody else would walk into a 12 step group or seek out a psychiatrist or seek out some help. Tell me it's not specific to conservatives. Well, it's not specific to conservatives. (laughs) No, of course not. Uh But I mean, what's, what's, what it points to is the lack of, ability to reach out for help uh, and it being in the public eye makes it even worse so you know i i say to all my former colleagues please if you find yourself uh behaving like that get help get help uh, uh it can be afforded you don't have to be public about it uh and here's a, a clear case of someone who didn't really john do you think that's practical that uh, people involved in this behavior is it 
crossing a line that you need professional help? Well, and I think in this case too, Tony's a friend, and and and, and I, you know, my heart goes out to him, and notwithstanding what he's done, and and uh, certainly his family, nobody ever knows what truly happens in one's marriage, and and uh, or, or what's going on in someone's marriage. And Tony did say that that this happened during a very difficult time of his life, and and uh, so who knows what uh, what that could have been. And so as I said, it, it everybody hurts here, the victims, Tony, and and obviously his family, but. Um, you know, the, the, the thing here is that, you know, when you're a public figure uh, and things like this happen and, uh, at the private level, and, 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 but when you're a public official, you've, you've, just, you've got to know that, that at some point something like this might happen if you, if you, if you engage in this kind of activity. Um, and I think where, where Tony uh, went wrong, uh, notwithstanding the fact that he's been sending pictures, but he's also on the security, uh, security committee, and I think that's what the issue was. And if you see the media reports, a lot of the focus is on the blackmail uh, and whether or not it was bla- he was blackmailed because he was on the securities committee or, or, or because he was a public figure um, you know what's to say that if he wasn't on the security committee would, would he still be blackmailed I don't know but the media certainly wouldn't, wouldn't make that distinction between the two but um, I just think that you know this kind of behavior when you are a uh, where you are a politician um, you got to know that someone is going to uh, is going to um, um, expose you let me ask though because Sherry brought it up you know uh, psychological help is readily available uh, Andrew Kimber who uh, resigned last week or I guess you you know, he had to leave uh, because, again, of indiscretions. This was the assistant to Doug Ford, and I'm sure you're familiar with him as well, uh, working there at the legislature. He said uh, in his apology on Twitter that he was going to seek the help that he needs. I mean, and so I'm wondering, I mean, what kind of help is that? Is that psychological help? Well, it, it, I think, did Tiger Woods not start this? I think it was Tiger Woods who uh, famously said that he was going to uh, was going to seek some help on his uh, on his addiction. Um, I don't know what kind of help it is. Is I, it, it an addiction? It, it well, is, it, absolutely, and it's documented yeah. as such. And there are a number of 12-step groups that deal with, uh, and it's increasing because of online yeah. uh, reality. There's no well, question. So it's sex addiction. addiction. Yes, yeah. absolutely. As opposed to just probing for opportunity and accessibility, Michael? Well, it's potentially sex addiction. I mean, it, it, I suppose somebody would have to, if, if they're an addict, have to self, self-identify that way. But there was a newspaper article, I think, yesterday that showed that um, psychiatrists and you know, people who study these things, have done, as much as 10% of population have some level of sex addiction. So I think it's been heightened as a result of, of, of technology. And I think that speaks too to the, the, the ease with which people can get themselves into trouble with this kind of technology. I mean, let's face it, uh, we're old enough to remember 25 years ago, when you didn't have this technology, uh, you know, I don't know too many people who walked out, took a picture of themselves naked and then mailed it to somebody. You know, that's just not, you didn't have the ability to do that. You didn't have the instantaneous nature. You didn't, you know, didn't t- you didn't take the three weeks to mail it or whatever. This kind of technology, I, I guess, opens people up to this kind of thing because you develop relationships and you're assuming the person you're talking to is the person who they're identifying to be, and they're not. And I think, you know, speaking to John's point, I think the, the, the most significant thing here is that you have somebody who's served on the Security Intelligence Committee, and that's where we start getting into to, um, issues in terms of the public realm because then our safety starts to be compromised, as a, potentially anyway, as, as a country, because you're, you're going to be exposed to all sorts of things. I mean... Uh, in this case, I guess, you know, as I, I watched Andrew Shear during the week, and, you know, frankly, uh, as an aside to that, I think he, he looked 
frankly, very prime ministerial through all of this. He handled it very well, and he made it clear that, you know, he had talked to him, then he found out more, he took action. So, I mean, if, I guess if there's any story out of this, I, watching uh, Andrew deal with this uh, was very good. Well, Sheer was on with us yesterday, and he did tell me that uh, he was first approached by uh, Tony Clement on Monday. Uh, the other stuff then came as a shock and a surprise, you know, because, and so Clement wasn't totally forthcoming that there had been previous episodes, but, you know, everybody sort of nibbled around the security issue, and I can get that uh i'll take that you know as a a very serious concern but it's the human condition i'm concerned about too or interested in that this is uh sex addiction as you said uh sherry de novo or is it just a gain because it's been availed through social media there's this sense of detachment and you're not really processing the information no this i mean this man did it before in ontario and alerted the opp he did the right thing and alerted the rcmp you know tony did um so this is a repetitive behavior that is putting his career, his family, perhaps even us, yeah. uh, at risk. Uh, you know, this really speaks to that kind of addictive behavior. You don't want to do it, but you're doing it anyway. And, so how do, how and do you, an addiction mm-hmm. is literally a destructive behavior to the exclusion of all other things. Well, you know, okay, you but how do you rationalize out? guys having affairs? I mean, uh, against you know, everybody's reasonable judgment because they're seen squiring somebody around town, word can get back to, you know, their partner. Yeah. I mean, what what accounts for that? Well, that, I mean, there are levels of selfishness within a relationship and people behave irresponsibly. I think when, and again, it's up for somebody like uh, Tony or, or, or Andrew, any one of these other people we're talking about, to uh, self-identify as an addiction. And an addiction is a little bit different from, you know, it's just infidelity. Uh, you know, you can be addictive sexually and have infidelity as a, as a sort of a side thing to that. But addictive behavior is self-destructive behavior that excludes all rational behavior uh, to the contrary. And then, but, you know, yeah, infidelity, I mean, this has everything. Infidelity, security issues, uh, you know, dishonesty, uh, you know, not understanding the impact of technology going online, doing this kind of, you put all that together. And, you know, it, quite frankly, it's a very sad tale. All right. Well, you know, I'll come back and uh, there's that really tragic story out of Thousand Oaks, California as well, where it has to do with somebody's mental capacity and whether we have the tools and resources to preempt this kind of behavior. We'll put that to the panel. There are many, many topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville that we'll get back to with Michael Giles, the Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo and John Capobianco in a moment on The Oka Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I don't know that too many people would have to be told not to share explicit images and videos with people that you haven't met, uh, but uh, obviously uh, this is uh, a terrible decision, extremely poor judgment.